Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Wednesday the 14th of September. Today, Brisbane gets a shot in the arm ahead of Friday's preliminary final against the Cats, young Demon star Luke Jackson plays the homesick card, and David Warner lobs a captaincy grenade into the lap of Cricket Australia. But first... As any parent knows, Disney cartoons are chock-a-block full of life lessons. Beauty and the Beast teaches us not to judge a book by its cover, Finding Nemo teaches us to never give up and just keep swimming. And then there's this immortal piece of wisdom from Thumper in the film Bambi. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Unfortunately, it would appear NRLW star Caitlin Moran hasn't seen Bambi. Moran! Moran has been served a breach notice by the NRL's integrity unit over an Instagram post from Friday last week. She's been given a suspended fine and a one-match suspension after she posted a picture of Queen Elizabeth with the caption, Today's a good f***ing day. Uncle Luke announces his tour and this dumb dog dies. Happy Friday. How rude! Moran deleted the post that same day but not before copying plenty of criticism and the attention of the integrity unit. Moran has five days to respond to the breach notice, but if she accepts the punishment, she'll be forced to miss the Newcastle Knights' top three clash with St George Illawarra this Sunday. But if she does accept this suspension, can I recommend she spends the day binge-watching the Disney collection? So far, this year's AFL final series has been one of the best in recent memory. And last night, the AFL Tribunal gave Friday night's prelim final between the Cats and the Lions a shot in the arm. We find the defendant not guilty. Lions midfielder Jared Berry has had his one-match suspension for eye-gouging Melbourne star Clayton Oliver overturned after the Tribunal agreed with the Lions' defence that Berry was forced to take action due to the significant pressure being applied to his throat by Oliver's forearm during the incident. Despite many predicting Barry would be cleared before last night's hearing, the Lions weren't leaving anything to chance, using a Brisbane neurosurgeon as an expert witness to testify that the pressure on Oliver's forearm on Barry's neck could have reduced air supply to Barry's brain. The Lions also wheeled out retired legend Luke Hodge as a character reference for Barry. And there's good news for the Lions' opponents this Friday night too. After missing Friday's session with a stomach bug, Jeremy Cameron was just a limited participant at training today, but he quickly dismissed fresh hamstring fears after a minor strain in round 22. I'm feeling fresh. Uh, I had a bit of a trot yesterday. It's going really well. You know, it's all planned. It's sort of been really planned all year really well, I thought, um, except for sort of that Gold Coast, the the end of the Gold Coast game. Cat star Jeremy Cameron assured media yesterday that he would be right to go for the prelim final despite having set out the past two Cats training sessions. And that means that all the stars will be on deck for Friday night's feline frenzy at the MCG. Meow. And staying in the AFL world, start the music. Yes, despite the fact we're still two weeks away from the grand final, the silly season has already begun with several of the game's rising and established stars requesting trades to new teams. The Richmond Tigers are currently doing their best to work out a trade with GWS after Giants midfielders Tim Taranto and Jacob Holper both requested trades to the yellow and black. But it's not just non-Victorian clubs who are being hit with the old, I want to go home. The final demon to check in for his exit interview, Luke Jackson, emerged some three hours later, having told the club 
he wants out. Demons young gun Luke Jackson has rolled out the homesick card, telling Melbourne he wants a trade to either the West Coast Eagles or the Fremantle Dockers as he seeks a return to his native Western Australia to escape the footy fishbowl of Melbourne. I'm in a glass case of emotion! And I'd imagine that the Dockers and the Eagles are already remortgaging the clubhouse to try to land Jackson. At just 20 years of age, he's already won the AFL Rising Star Award and a premiership with the Ds. But Melbourne won't be letting Jackson go for pennies on the dollar. Is two first-round picks the asking price for a player like Luke Jackson? Oh, look, we'll work through that. But he's, um, you know, he's an exceptional talent. He, you know, the upside in him is. Um is, is going to be quite amazing. So, yeah, we'll be looking for the right level of compensation. Melbourne football manager Alan Richardson telling Channel 9 in a roundabout sort of way that Jackson won't go cheaply. And the Eagles could be prepared to pay the asking price, given that they've got their own want-away star. Junior Rioli is the other piece mm. of an equation for the Eagles. Mm. He has informed them that he wants to go to Port Adelaide. West Coast Dynamics small forward Junior Rioli has told the Eagles he would like a trade to Port in South Australia for personal reasons after the recent passing of his father. And while the Eagles are mindful of the personal situation, they're clearly not happy with the decision to leave from a player who they bent over backwards to support while he was suspended from the game after tampering with a urine sample during a drugs test. Drugs are bad. West Coast Chief Executive Trevor Nisbet said the club is bitterly disappointed by Rioli's decision, but will seek to sort a trade for Rioli, who is, quote, a high-end talent in the prime of his career. I want to apologise to my family. Especially my wife and daughters. It's been over four years since Sandpapergate left a stain on Australian cricket and saw a tearful David Warner front a packed media press conference as he accepted his role in the whole saga, along with accepting a one-year playing suspension and a lifetime ban from leadership positions in the game. But Davey wants back in. Looks like our lifetime ban just expired. Yesterday at KO's Summer of Cricket launch, Warner told News Corp that he is ready to fill the captaincy void left by recently retired one-day international captain Aaron Finch at next year's 50-over World Cup. But that would require Cricket Australia to lift his lifetime ban, something that Warner believes was about more than just Sandpaper Gate. It's always about the money. Warner told News Corp's Ben Horn that he copped the heaviest punishment after Sandpaper Gate due to his strong stance during the infamous pay dispute in 2017 that saw relationships between the governing body of the game and the players break down. Warner subtly hinted that his lifetime ban from captaincy was a square for the pressure he applied to Cricket Australia during the pay dispute. And if Warner was to ever lead his country again, those five-year-old grudges would need to be let go. Let it's widely expected that Test Captain Pat Cummins will be offered the gig to captain the one-day international side, but Cummins himself said he doesn't want anything to take away from his role as the captain of the Test side. So, time will tell if Cricket Australia is prepared to forgive and forget so that Davy W can lead once more. And that is your Fast Fun Hitters Ball for today. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on the Scorecard. Listener.